morning, everyone. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash plus. I'm just going to stop talking for a second. Plus, I'm just going to stop. Because my audio is shit. BRB. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Okay, let me check my audio again. Listen to myself. Okay, let me check my audio. Hey, hey! I would like to say that that is something new. I have a glitch in my Streamlabs, for those of you that don't know. That isn't anything new. We, whenever I start the stream now, I do check my audio. Usually it's fine. Occasionally we do get that strange roboticness happen. The worst thing is, is it actually starts now midstream, just randomly when it wants as well. So I apologise. The way I do that is to restart my uh, uh, scene collection in Streamlabs and it fixes it. But anyway, welcome in. How are we all doing? Happy Friday. Hopefully the first week back at work, well, for the people that have gone back to work. Uh, so far in 2020 has been good for you guys how are we all doing welcome in to the scoop for those of you that don't know my name is graham uh, and i'm usually joined by there's no one there there's no one there i'm usually joined by bibby it's usually me and bib we are a duo that bring you the scoop each and every single weekday on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads at 10 a.m on the money. Okay, I know it's quarter past 11. Okay, just let it go. Just let it go. Um, Welcome in, everyone, though. Bertaru says, oh, hey, welcome in, dude. It's broken. It is It is broken. It is broken. I, I apologize. I apologize. Uh, Bacon Chin says, boo. <laughs> we, we raid for the boys. Thank you very much for the raid, Bacon Chin. How, how was Christmas? How was New Year? Um, uh, Everyone, give Bacon Chin some love. I appreciate, I appreciate the raid. I appreciate the support. I hope you had a good Christmas and a good New Year. Welcome back, dude. Um... That was awkward. It was awkward. It was awkward. It's not new, though. So, I mean, it was it's probably more awkward for you than it is for me. I'm kind of used to it by now, which is a shame. Uh, anyway, anyway, let me just reset my uh, stream lighting because Bertaru just dropped a follow, which which does make the lights go wonderful, but then stops the nano leaf working. But I appreciate the follow, Bertaru. Thank you very much. There was actually quite a few. There was a splurge of followers earlier on. Uh, earlier on? Earlier on. Melanie2110. Uh... Uh, Luna Downs, Charlie Darley 31, Hundenavs, and Spy Ferret Tab Vault. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you very much for the follows. Um, I'm not sure if you're real people, though. We did have a spurge of. A splurge, even, of super high hosts yesterday from channels that were bots. So these might be bot followers. I don't know. But if you're not bots, then welcome in. Welcome in. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, as mentioned, I am Graham. I'm usually joined here by Bibi and we together are ice cream uploads and in true ice creamy fashion this is the scoop your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond we go through the biggest the best I said we I will go through the biggest the best the breaking stories of world of video games that have surfaced in the last 24 hours and I will give you my not our but my thoughts and impressions on those stories and in return for my thoughts and impressions I will and maybe even your thoughts and impressions on my thoughts and impressions and it's important that you do that because even though we are live right now on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads we do turn this into a podcast a video version of this will be uploaded to youtube so people can watch on demand there and people can listen on demand on itunes spotify soundcloud and google play so if you're live with us on twitch please feel free to get involved and give us your thoughts on the articles as we push through the day before we do jump into those news articles though a couple of talking points first of all 
We have the loot drop, which was announced earlier this week for this month. So this month's loot drop has been drawn. And if you don't know what that is, that is a monthly giveaway for subscribers uh, of Ice Cream Uploads. Exclusive to subscribers, the loot drop. Uh, and that's to show thanks for their support for the channel. So if you want to be included in the loot drop, um, each month we do giveaways. This month's giveaway was a game of your choice. And Big Zombie Monkey won and chose Cyberpunk on Steam. So we, we hooked him up with that. And hopefully it works fine for him. Um, and next month's giveaway hasn't been announced yet, but it'll be something equally as special. Just to say thank you for that, for our subscribers. Don't worry if you're not a sub or you can't sub, though. We do run regular giveaways for those that aren't in that position. So we will still take care of you. Thank you very much for being here. We appreciate you just being here. The other thing to mention is that we are now part of the Insert Coin stream family. Yeah. So if you didn't see it, exclamation mark, Insert Coin in chat will give you the link to... Um, uh, not, it won't give you a link, it'll give you the details, should I say. We are now part of the InsertCoin stream family. We will be streaming on InsertCoin's channel a couple of times over the next few months. Um, and as well as that, they've given us an exclusive discount code for you guys. So if you were interested in buying anything from InsertCoin clothing, if you don't know who they are, just check them out. They're really good. Um, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm going to say that because I'm part of their team, but genuinely, I've, I've had InsertCoin clothing forever. But if you haven't checked out InsertCoin, do check them out. They have really good video game clothing. Um, the, the, do you know what? This is off the script. Uh, not that I have a script. I literally just have a Microsoft Word document for it. But not that I have a script on it. Insert coin for me isn't garish gamer clothing. It's... Oh, I'll stop talking for a second. Mr. Tharian Drake with the raid as well. Good morning, dude. How are you doing? Welcome in. Welcome in. Insert coin clothing... Um, for me, make clothing for video gamers, but not like the over-the-top cheesy stuff. It's nice. It's smart, casual. It's nice. It's good. It's good. So, yeah, make sure you check out Insert Coin. And if you do want to buy something, the code ICEICECREAM20. Let me just type insert, insert coin into the chat. Boom. There you go. Um, so... We'll be hosting some guest streams on their channel. The first one is a week on Wednesday, um, and uh, you can join us there for that. Uh, but then, obviously, there's your own exclusive 20% off discount code if you want to use that. Anyway, anyway, let's jump back into the chat. Uh, Bertaru, thank you very much for the follow, dude. I think I called that one out as it happened. Yeah, I did, I did. Thank you very much, dude. Uh, Mr. Thary and Drake, how are we doing this morning? I say this morning, this... I always do this. It is late for you now. Yes. It, yeah, it's, no, it's very early for you now. Very early. Like, like early, early. Uh, fantastic. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. This is my first ever scoop without the bib. I mean, I've, I stream by myself all the time. Um, but not usually the scoop. We usually do the scoop and you'll see me jump into... Oh, actually, this might not work because... I, you'll see me jump into this scene. Hey! And I'll be here and Bib will be there, but... But obviously, it was Mrs. Bibby's birthday yesterday, so we're not going to use this scene. Um, we'll just stick in this scene uh, for now. Um, but yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Just about to jump into the news. The first dollop, yes, my first ever solo dollop on stream. And I'm, I, I'm glad that you're all here to watch me have my first ever dollop. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Oh, no, I've done that one. I'm moving to my new house Monday. Nice! Nice. Are there pics on your Discord? Or will there be pics? Or is it a case of you don't want to give the location away? <laughs> I, I always I always like a new... I mean, not so much the house kind of thing. I mean, uh, I mean, I houses are nice. I'm not so much into house porn. I'm more like setup porn. I want to I kind of like... like to, Even if it's not like full um, gamer setup, I just like to see people's creative spaces. And obviously you do art streams as well. So I imagine you've got 
uh, a nice little creative space for yourself. There will be. Haha, uh, we're, we're repainting possibly. Nice, nice. Uh, well, hopefully the uh, the move isn't stressful and everything goes well and your internet is blissfully rapid in the new place. Because <laughs> uh, fingers crossed it all goes good. Anyway, I'll jump into some news. I will jump into some news. You will have seen already... Um, if you follow us on Twitter, exclamation mark socials in the chat if you want to find all of our other socials. Spoilers, um, it is ice cream uploads across the board. Uh, with a name like that, nobody takes it unless they're trying to rip us off. So we do have all of the socials, ice cream uploads. Um, anyway, we posted on Twitter already a screenshot, which gives you a little bit of a hint of what we will be talking about in our main story. We've spoken about it once already this week, actually. So it's not too surprising it's just a little bit more of a confirmation without being a confirmation it still hasn't been confirmed by nintendo but this article from andy robinson at vgc says that data miner reportedly unearths switch pro uh, the, uh, the detail uh, switch pro details should i say and it includes an oled 4k and a substantially better battery multiple outlets have indicated that nintendo will release new hardware this year so let's jump into the actual article then. It says, reference to an upgraded Nintendo Switch model has reportedly been found within the console's latest firmware update, seemingly strengthening reports that a pro console will be released this year. Uh, the details come via known data miner Skyers M, who found that the firmware makes reference to new hardware codenamed Aula. Aula re reportedly uses a Mariko Tegra X1 uh, SOC, which is the same chip used in the Nintendo Switch Lite and the 2019 revision. I don't know if those are proper pronunciations of the chipset because I have no idea of that stuff. But anyway, uh, while this by itself doesn't suggest improved performance, SizeM suggests um, it will be pushed to higher clock speeds and that the firmware also references support for a real tech chip which advertises itself as a 4K UHD multimedia SOC. Previous media reports have indicated that Switch Pro will support a 4K revolution. As for the physical hardware, it's claimed that the Ola model definitely has an upgraded display in the form of an OLED screen. Uh, SizeM notes that the display is probably not a higher resolution on the tablet itself and speculates that the 4K Realtek chip might be within the new model's dock, allowing for 4K resolution when played on a television. In addition, the firmware supposedly suggests substantially better cooling and a better battery life for all. Uh, multiple outlets have reported that Nintendo is preparing to launch new Switch hardware early in 2021 and that it might feature upgraded computing power and support for 4K graphics. According to one September Bloomberg story, Nintendo has reportedly asked game developers to make their existing games 4K ready in preparation for the new hardware. Asked about Switch Pro, as it's been nicknamed, during a Polygon interview published last month, Nintendo of America president Doug Bowser, perfect name for a Nintendo guy, played down reports that the company is planning an imminent Switch revamp. Right now, with the momentum we have, our focus will be on the existing form factors, he said. First, we're always looking at technology. Bowser added, and as we know, technology is constantly evolving and changing, and we're always looking at what is coming to determine how it can enhance and improve the gameplay experience. And whether that's on a current platform or whether that's on a future platform, we're always looking at that. However, we also see right now, and we just talked about it, that the, mem uh, that the momentum of Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite in the fourth year is strong, and we believe we're cha changing the trajectory of another typical console life cycle. Um, well, I don't think we really need to read the last bit. 
Soldier Bean. Ag, Ag Mama, thank you very much for the follow. Uh, welcome in. Uh, and for the um, posture check, uh, I will sit up. Don't worry, I got you, I got you. Uh, where is my discussing now? There we go. So so we spoke about this earlier on in the week. This article um, from Andy Robinson at VGC talks about how the Switch Pro takes another step closer to being confirmed. Um, one second. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, there we go. Uh, this article takes uh, uh, details how the, the, the Switch Pro is taking another step closer to be confirmed. I mean, we spoke about it earlier in the week. There's been all sorts of rumours. Um, we were looking at it from an investment, not an investment, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A forecasting perspective. We had a number of uh, tech forecasters um, uh, forecasting, as they would, <laughs> forecasting that the Switch would be hitting the market this year with an additional console, a pro version of the Switch this year. Um, everyone uh, kind of aligned with the fact that, that they expect that to come later on in the year, and the Switch will, I think it was 24 million sales of the Switch by the end of this year. That's not necessarily based off of the fact that there may be a pro model. That will probably help, obviously, um, but but based off of technology. So we started the, the week with conversations around a Switch Pro um, piece of hardware coming to the market. It has now... <sighs> almost being confirmed it hasn't been confirmed it's still a data mine and it's still a leak so the details come from sires m um who uh, has data mined a, an update to the switch and found reference to a new uh, to new hardware called Ola. obviously Ola could be a um, uh, will be a codename, so codenamed all of those you expected this codename, but we've had codenames in the past that you just guaranteed that that's going to be something. I mean, what was it? The, the GameCube was the Dolphin or something like that, although the Nintendo Dolphin is a quality name, so I don't know why they didn't go with that. But the fact that there is hardware built into that, they have taken the steps to rename it and give it a codename, but it's just another confirmation i think for me i mean we were never in doubt bibby has pretty much been calling this for two years that there will be a new switch uh coming a switch pro version with that better battery um we did have conversations though about whether it would have 4k uh, and this article kind of does give a little bit um of oh <laughs> just got a tweet uh, this article does give a little bit um, of information of kind of where we're going when it comes to 4k let me just jump back in the chat though before i jump uh, into explain um uh tharian drake says right now i've been doing concept uh, concept art for all the new D, &D characters Whew. nice nice i'll I will uh, drop in the next time I see you live. Although usually your streaming uh, time is either when I'm working or sleeping. <laughs> but I will, I will, I'll try drop in. I'll try drop in. Um, so yeah. Anyway, what the discussions we had about the Switch Pro is, I mean, what really can you get in your hands that is viable that isn't there already? So the Switch has a 720 screen, I believe. I mean, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, these are opinions mainly with some facts, uh, and that one isn't a fact. I believe it's 720p screen. I could be wrong. Um, so, or is it 1080? I can't, yeah, I think it's 720 until you dock it and it goes 1080, I think that's right. Um, so obviously we can upscale that so to at least a 1080 in your hands but can we get to 4k on a screen in your hands uh, yeah well technically we can get 4k screens but can we get 4k with 
the battery life that we require for mobile gaming these days. I mean, yesterday we were speaking about the Game Gear, um, the Game Gear being a device that absolutely sucked the life out of batteries. Um, and you got like, what was it? I think it was something like 60 minutes. I mean, it, maybe not. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe it's, it's a couple of hours or something. But I seem to remember it being an extraordinarily short amount of time for the amount, uh, for the batteries that you'd have to put in to get life out of the game gear if you have a 4k screen um and uh, the chipset to run that in a handheld device playing video games um of the quality that you'd expect on a switch that's just gonna suck power um so this article mentions that there's the potential um that you can get um, 4K UHD, but only when docked, which is something we've kind of discussed before. That's kind of where we assumed it would go. I mean, in reference to the where the Switch works now, 720p in handheld mode going to uh, 1080 when docked. When we move forward um, to the to the Switch Pro, I mean, you can kind of keep the same upscaling. If you dock the console, there's a good chance that, yeah, okay, well, we'll... Uh, we can get 4K when docked, but if you take it off, we'll drop that down to 1080p. There's a better battery in that, so that could support that. So anyway, anyway, still rumours, just a further continuation of what we had earlier on in the week, but a potential Nintendo Switch Pro coming. More rumours this time from Nintendo themselves, although not quite. Obviously, only a data leak, but from their own... Uh, from their own code so that is the most telling despite not being quite telling if you know what i mean if you know i know you mean you know what I mean? yeah you know what i mean um who would get a switch if you would get one of these do feel free to let me know because i obviously i'm not the best person i mean for this being the lead story it's just unfortunate that i'm the guy that doesn't really play um switch games bibby does play on his switch a lot more often than i am and he would be in, interested in getting uh, Switch Pro, but would you guys be interested in getting one? Do you have one now? Did you struggle with one uh, through lockdown? I know a lot of people struggle trying to get their hands on a Switch through mm. lockdown. Oh, my uh, Discord just made a noise. <laughs> okay, let me change that because uh, it's set up to my speakers. Okay. Uh, there we go. Get out of here. Um... Yeah, if, if if this is something you'd be interested in, please let me know. I mean, I may get one eventually, but I have a Switch that I don't really use now. So maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Um, anyway, let's move ahead. Let's move ahead to our next story. And this one is a little bit more exciting for me personally, um, as it's a game that I have played and have enjoyed in the past. But we have a new video game coming, which we all know it's been announced pretty recently. We did cover it last month, uh, but we've got a little bit more to look at. Uh, as this news written by Matt Wales at Eurogamer says, here's an extended look at Hitman 3 running on PSVR. Obviously, as you can see in the article, there is a video, but as it's age-restricted, it won't play. I will play it after I've read through the article, whilst, I'm, whilst we discuss it over the top of it. So developer IO Interactive has offered an extended look uh, at upcoming self-sequel Hitman 3's PlayStation exclusive VR support in a new trailer ahead of the game's release later this month. In Hitman 3, PSVR owners will be able to experience the series acclaimed stealth action in first person directly through the eyes on Agent uh, 47. Oh, actually, let me stop for a second. Gagad, I, did, I don't know if I shouted you out, but good morning. Uh, thank you very much for joining us again, dude. How are you doing today? Um, 
uh, on a tangent, where did I get to? Oh, actually, let me just quickly hit the tweet. There we go, retweetings. There we go. Um, I'll start that paragraph again. In Hitman 3, PSVR owners will be able to experience the series acclaimed stealth action in first person directly through the eyes of Agent 47. We got a brief look at that following IO's initial VR unveiling in August last year, but now the developer has shared new gameplay illustrating how the series' familiar action will be transformed by a PSVR. In the video, players can be seen bamboo, uh, bamboozling NPCs from behind, peeking around corners to unload a few bullets, sneakily concealing themselves with a newspaper to engage in unseen surveillance, hoisting bodies over ledges, even felling a grand piano lid on one unsuspecting NPC, all with the additional sense of presence VR affords. Notably, PSVR support extends beyond the new levels introduced in Hitman 3. Uh, IO is also including all stages from its previous, uh, from its two previous Hitman games in this latest series instalment. Existing owners can access them at no additional cost, and these will be playable in VR too. Hitman 3 is due to release on the PS4 and the PS5, as well as the Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, PC and Stadia on January the 20th. Players wishing to take advantage of PSVR support will need the PS4 version of the game, which IO has confirmed will be included as part of the PS5 release. Sony's PSVR adapter will, of course, also be required to experience the game in VR on PS5. Um, and those that opt for the PS4 version can upgrade to the enhanced PS5 edition for free. So there you go, let's click through and I'll start the video playing. Um, I will keep the, the volume incredibly low just for a little bit of ambient noise in the background. Oh, even lower than that. Because um, I don't want, you know, strikes. I don't know if the if the music has been cleared. Um, but this is Hitman 3. And this is how it will play in VR. This does actually look pretty decent. Okay, take a look at this video and let me know what you think. Have any of you guys played Hitman before hitman 1 hitman 2 are you interested in hitman 3 and what are your thoughts on this see that see that 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 looks pretty cool i'll i will pause it there and i'll bring it back on screen in just a second just just before i do that morning dude says gary clark good morning mr clark how the devil are you sir how the devil are you you just tuned in to watch me have a dollop by myself haven't you haven't you yeah, uh, you've not missed. You've not missed much. We have just spoken about the Nintendo Switch getting a PS4, a PS4, a, a Pro version, a PS4 Pro mindset. It's because it's just there. It's literally sat, sat off the side, investing my mind. No, the uh, Switch getting a Switch Pro version of the console potentially. Obviously, we spoke about that earlier on in the week, but the uh, update on that is there's been a software update which references a new uh, system called the Aula, A U L A, um, which. Obviously, if you look at that 4K UHD graphic chipset and so on, it's pretty much a Switch Pro, as everyone has kind of expected. Um, but now we have moved on to Hitman 3. Uh, let me just copy that to get that discussing on the screen. Um, see, these bits, you don't usually notice these bits uh, as much. So when I'm typing for the titles and things to put them on the screen, ta-da! I'm usually doing that when Bibby's talking, but because Bibby's not here, I'll do it and have to fill the gap while I'm doing it. So there you go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Hitman 3 um, has uh, VR elements within it. Anyway, let's let me bring this back on the screen. So I did watch this trailer a little bit earlier on today. Um, and this does look cool. So for anyone that's played Hitman, it's basically your standard third-person game. You see over the shoulder as Agent 47 um, strolls around... 
whatever complex you're in, trying to take out bad guys, and you get the ability to choose how you do that. Do you just go in guns blazing? Do you go in and stealthily kill them? Do you, do you use something cool and functional from the environment to take them down? Um, I mean, that's all cool, and that will still be in this, but I like how this shows how VR... Um, takes things to the next level. I'm going to say that it takes things to the next level. VR allows you a little bit more immersion than other video games give you. If you've got a gun in a video game and you walk up, pow, pow, you go to a corner, you've, it's usually either you're behind the corner or you have a very specific to see around the corner. Whereas this this uh, segment here, I think is is pretty cool because you don't usually see this kind of thing in video games. So like, take out a guy, okay, that's fine. But it's this, shooting around the corner without even looking, just like, pow, 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 pow. That's the stuff that you will see, like, uh, Mike Lowry on Bad Boys kind of thing, just kind of like, just sticking the gun around the corner, going, pow, 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 pow. I mean, you might see that stuff in a cutscene in a video game. But you don't usually see that as, as something that you can do. I, d I do think that's pretty cool. I mean, that's the kind of thing that VR affords you, that free movement. Um, you wouldn't be able to do that with triggers and sticks. Uh, Gary says, this looks decent in VR, better than I thought it would. To be honest, though, I'm not really a VR guy, uh, as it always feels like a hassle set up for me. And no, I, I agree. I agree. I don't have a VR setup. I would love to be able to play this. Um... So me and Bibby went to... The, we have a place in Berry called Arcade Club. Not we have a place. We go to a place. It's not our place. I would like it to be our place. But yeah, we go to a place called Arcade Club, um, which is basically a, a gaming venue. It has a mixture like the top floor is full-on retro arcade cabinets. Uh, the middle floor is kind of um, a mixture of, say, the, the dancing stages, um, uh, Dance Dance Revolutions, and... All of the extremely modern ones that may have been shipped in from Japan, so like drum fucking machines, table tossing things, mixed in with PC gaming, modern console gaming. But then there's a room at the back that has VR, and even just playing Beat Saber on a proper setup where you've got the space for it, it's, it's so good. It is so good. The downside is I have a room here dedicated to um, video games. I'm playing video games and streaming video games. Um, I mean, I'm, I won't switch on my Epoch cam, but I will turn on my old cam. Uh, so you can see my setup. Yeah, nice. I've got a bit of space here. Um, there's more space further back, but this probably still isn't enough space to effectively play VR. Um, so I don't have VR. Not... <laughs> I mean, part of it is down to... Uh, let me just switch back to the other cam. Uh, shout out to the uh, uh, the Prime Arnie special. This time it's a Stranger Things t-shirt. Yeah. Um, let's go back. Yeah, part of it is down to the games. There hasn't been enough quality games that have caught my attention for VR. We saw Half-Life Alex last year. We now have Hitman uh, 3 coming this year. It's almost like one per year that's catching my attention there's not really enough to justify the expenditure but once you get past the games it's the physical element absolutely i mean we are getting there we are losing the wires i mean using oculus rift and having almost like that matrix wire that goes into the back of your head um on the headsets i mean we we tested uh, the oculus in the office um we've tested the stadium in the office the psvr and i'll say the psvr and then uh, so on in the office and 
when you remove the wires, it definitely becomes more and more and more accessible. But yeah, it is a bit of a faff. I, I, I completely agree. Um, that player sounds class a rarity now. Check it. I mean, there's this one in Leeds. Obviously, it's still a bit far for you to travel. And, well, you're, it'd be illegal for you to go there right now because, one, it's closed, so that would be breaking and entering. And, two, tier four. So don't try it, Gary. I know what you're, I know what you're thinking. Um, so, anyway, yeah, Arcade Club. Um, there's one in Leeds, one in Bury, and they're looking at doing one in Blackpool as well. So they're definitely sorting us out in the northwest. Understandable, understandable. Um, but, yeah, VR... Um, <laughs> This, uh, if you if you get past the fact that there might not be that much um, to play, there isn't a huge catalogue or library of games for you to choose from. There definitely is an issue with making it more compact. And I think that's the reason why you've seen um, like is it the, was it the Quest Two? Is that what it's called? Oculus Quest Two, um, trying to be able to be played without a PC and without the wires and without all that stuff, so you can just disconnect. Pop it on, full-on Ready Player One, bosh, uh, jump into the world. We are still st uh, taking strides closer and closer to that. Um, but, yeah, I, I fully agree. Until we get all of that, VR will still be a bit of a slow burner. We some early adopters are picking it up. A lot of influencers and content creators um, have VR ready setups but still don't use them so a lot of the guys that i watch for personal stuff um halifax is a pubg streamer canadian guy really nice um he has vr ready setups and played like half-life alex and things like that but has it but doesn't really use it because because yeah it's a bit of a faff but yeah we will take strides closer uh towards that but but yeah um it's like uh i can pick up a controller instantly and play uh, or grab a box, four sets of wires, move loads of shit out of the way, and 30 minutes later, I can finally play. Um, that, to be fair, I think I think you're oversimplifying both of those. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that is how it is. But quite often, you can't just grab a controller and play instantly. Sometimes you grab a controller, and then you update your console, and then you update your game. <laughs> and now, on the PS5, you update your controller <laughs> as well that you've just picked up. So, lies, I'm onto you. Um that is that is something that has warped my fragile little mind a little bit. Uh, picking up the 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 PS5 controller, hitting the PlayStation button. My PlayStation's in rest mode, so it comes to life, and I'm like, yes, I can play without even moving. And then I have to plug my controller in because it needs to uh, to update the software. I'm like, oh, so I have to move anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, back into the article. Uh, let me jump back into the details because the downside of not having BB around is I can't scan. So I tend to read the article out, but don't necessarily digest the information. So I'm going to scan back through the article to make sure there is nothing within there uh, that I missed. It was mainly the end bit. Uh, um, so notably, PSVR support extends beyond the new levels introduced in Hitman 3. IO is also including all stages from its two previous hitman games in this latest installment uh, existing owners can access them at no additional cost and these will be playable in vr2 that is pretty cool uh that is pretty cool so now if you've if you've played let's like, say if you're a, a huge hitman fan which th there is a lot of them out there um uh purely because th the good thing about hitman is you can you can do the same levels. There's a lot of replayability. Uh, and I know this because it took me fecking thousands of hours just to get out of the very first training uh, segment on the first Hitman. Was it in Sapienza? I don't know if we even got to Sapienza, actually. Um, anyway, um, 
the the first training mission on the first game, you basically have like a yacht, a parked, uh, 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 what do you got? Not parked. Are they moored? Is that what they're called? I don't know. We'll just say parked. You know what I mean. Uh, so a yacht parked up in this sort of like training level, and you have to go in, and whatever your target is, you have to kill him. So you either just stealth your way through this party on this yacht. You blend in, you take someone's uniform or or so on. And there's different ways to enter the boat. You can go through like a a low area where they park cars on it on this little ramp or you can go up the walkway to get straight onto the upper levels or you can find other ways to get in. There's so many different ways, but it's not just a case of, oh, I'll just go, I'll, I'll try the, the ramp again because peop, the NPCs move around. So you might go on the ramp and it's clear as daylight straight in. Whereas um, you try it again, you go up the ramp and there's three different NPCs there then. So they're blocking different ways for you to go. It's, it's genuinely like, it's not so much, like speedrun games, you know where people are going to be at the same times. There's probably set routines for these NPCs, but for someone that doesn't sit and read the games and want to sit there and speedrun like that, for me, it just looks like, okay, this is different. This is new. This is cool. Um, so having all of that, if you're the kind of person that will have played through that over and over and over again and done it every single way and killed your target with every single uh, potential, is it poison? Is it a rope around the neck? Are you just going to go in and blow him away? You're going to throw him overboard? What? You do all of those, that's wonderful. You've kind of, once you've exhausted all your options, that's when your, your replayability starts to disappear. But being able to go back and do all of that first person in VR is definitely cool. And adding that in at no extra cost is a nice touch. Um, uh, players wishing to take advantage of the PS4 spot will need the PS4 version of the game, which IO has confirmed will be included as part of the PS5 release. Ah, okay, okay. So if you buy the PS4 version, you get the PS5 version for free. And if you buy the PS5 version, you get the PS4 version for free, which is nice. I like that element. The fact that if you buy the PS5 version, you can play back and forth. Uh, it's not just about jumping forward. And and my camera just disappeared. Are we still live? <laughs> it looks like we are. <laughs> nice. Okay, there we go. Um... Uh, KKB, how's things, dude? Welcome back. It's been a while. Well, oh, actually, I think you retweeted me uh, PUBG tweet yesterday, but it's nice to see you in here. I hope you had a good Christmas New Year. Uh, we need wireless charging controllers. Uh, we do need wireless charging controllers. I'd love, like, um, do I have one in here? I, I do somewhere. Uh, oh, I don't know where it is. Or is it down here? Yes. There we go. Uh, so obviously you, it's, you've probably seen a million of them, but shout out to the lovely people at Konami for sending me this. So yes, it's a white box, but inside the white box is ugh. okay. This this has turned into an unofficial unboxing stream. There you go. You've seen these before, but this is a, an eFootball Pest 2021 uh, branded one. Uh, shout out to Konami who've sponsored the stream by paying. They haven't really. They haven't really. Um, but yeah, obviously NFC charging pad. Boop, stick that down, stick my phone on it, jobs are good. And I would like to see um, that technology applied to console uh, console controllers. How good would that be if you could just if you just have a flat pad that you just uh, mat that you stick your bush, bosh, that's it. Put my charger on that, charging, jobs are good. And absolutely, yeah, none of the wires and stuff, just stick it down. I know it's the same thing as just plugging your pad in at the end of the day, um, but I literally have a pad right here and a wire right there and i don't plug it in um until it tells me oh your pad's down and plug it in so just having a, a place to put it where it charges yes please i mean i do have that if effectively for the ps5 uh with the dual sense charging station um 
I have that ready to go. I haven't uh, plumbed it in yet. Uh, so that will work. But yeah, the wireless stuff would be good. Would be good. Um, it's the future. <laughs> what PS5 headset did you go with? In I haven't got one in yet. Um, so I'm, I use this on my upstairs setup, which is where we are now. Um, so I can talk to you like this. Uh, so I have this setup up here. This is my Corsair Void uh, RGB headset. But downstairs, I still have my Astros. Uh, plugged in i just haven't been playing any multiplayer content um and it's the uh hdmi splitter um you may i don't know if you were here yesterday when you because uh, you retweet the tweet i don't know whether you actually jumped in but this little box is what the astro um hdmi adapter for ps5 came in to give you the digital optical split out it just it just puts too much lag on the video feed um so that yeah it the Single-player games are perfectly fine. The, the lag is not that much. But multiplayer games, it's enough to make you shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I still haven't got one. I want to go for the PS5 Pulse 3D wireless headset. I've heard the microphone is a bit garbage on it. Um, but you can even tell most headset microphones aren't the greatest, as you can tell from this audio right now. This is my headset mic. As well as the A mic. They were both on then. Um, but... I'm not bothered about the headset audio, that uh, the mic audio or quality that much. If it's potato, it's potato. Uh, I'm not going to be using it for anything other than basic comms. Most of the time I'll be playing with people using Discord. Um, better quality audio. Um, so I just thought if I go for the Pulse headset, I get the full range of 3D audio that the Pulse headset brings. And that's where we go. But stock. So I haven't really bothered. Um, other than that, there hasn't really been too many advancements in terms of brands creating next-gen headsets. I have seen a lot of positivity towards the um, the Turtle Beach Stealth 600 and Stealth 700s. So that's kind of what I've been looking at, but I haven't got one yet at this point. Imagine a wireless charging Switch Pro. That would be mint, but what will happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just, just bosh, that's it. 4K gaming. Boom, or 1080 at least, on the go. Nice. Okay, let's move forward a little bit. Okay, I do have an article that I was debating whether to include, but I did include it in the tweet, so I will mention it. The reason I wasn't going to include it is because in in reality, the article doesn't say anything new. <laughs> Not really. We've had this conversation. I won't say anything new. We've had this conversation many, many, many times before. Um, let me just update the discussing now before we go into it. So we've had this conversation ourselves many, many times before. It's just another opinion on it. So let's jump in. So this is written by Tom Ivan at VGC. Loot boxes are a long way from gambling, says former EA Sports boss. I will stop there um, because the former EA Sports boss is Peter Moore, um, who I have heard unanimously is a really nice person. I've, I've got... Good character references from people that know him. Um, for example, Paul Machin, a guy who I respect a lot uh, from Redmen TV. Obviously, Liverpool fan. Uh, Peter Moore, Liverpool fan. Ex-Liverpool CEO. So naturally, he's going to have a lot of respect for him. But but Paul's quite honest when he's, he's, he's met people that he should have a lot of respect for. That he might that turn out to be a bit of a dick. Peter Moore is not that person. So that's me playing devil's advocate because the other comment is that a former EA Sports boss says that FIFA loot boxes are a long way from gambling. That's almost charged in itself. 
Um, but yeah, there we go. Um, Peter Moore discusses the Ultimate Team mode introduced during his time at EA. Uh, also want to stop again. Peter Moore, I've been told, is a really nice person. But this guy introduced Ultimate Team and was the boss of EA, the company that introduced Ultimate Team. He surely won't be saying anything other than it's not gambling, right? Right? <laughs> anyway, uh, we will continue that bit afterwards. We'll jump into the article now. Um, former EA Sports boss Peter Moore has suggested FIFA Ultimate Team is a long way from gambling. The popular mode lets users purchase randomised player packs in a bid to assemble a world-class squad. It has found itself at the centre of the loot box debate amid increased governmental and legal scrutiny of the games industry in recent years, with EA currently facing several lawsuits claiming its use of pay-to-win mechanics breaches gambling laws. Uh, Moore, who also previously served as Sega of America president and Xbox vice president, recently returned to the games industry as the director of mobile sports publisher Nifty Games following three years as CEO of Liverpool Football Club. In an interview with Games Industry, the industry veteran said the concept of Ultimate Team, a mode introduced in FIFA 09 during his tenure at EA Sports, dates back uh, a century to collectible cigarette cards and has taken various forms over the years, including bags of randomised children's sweets. You're always getting something, he said. It's not like you opened it and there's no players in there. Uh, this is a personal view, uh, but the concept of surprise and delight versus gambling... On a continuum, they're a long way from each other. You buy or grind your way up to getting a gold pack. You open it and you're either happy or you think it's a crappy pack. I don't see that as gambling per se. But again, this is my personal view as an outsider right now. Uh, just stopping again. Outsider right now? You made the mode. Can you ever really be an outsider? <laughs> anyway, uh, Kerry Hopkins, EA's VP of Legal and Government Affairs, made a similar argument when defending the company's quite ethical use of loot boxes during a digital culture, uh, media and sports select committee in the UK's House of Commons in 2019. Well, first, uh, we don't call them loot boxes, she said. So what we look at... Uh, I'm going to take this off the screen now because this is a bit of a meme now. Uh, so so what we look at as surprise mechanics... Uh, I know, I apologise. This I'm supposed to be on the fence uh, through this. I just... I, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm, I believe loot boxes um, are a form of gambling. Um, I don't believe that they go into the realm... I think they've gone beyond the realms of surprise mechanics. And surprise mechanics, call it what you want. It's still... It's a different form of gambling. Maybe a softer gambling? It's gambling. Uh, so that's where my uh, banner's coming from. Anyway, well, first, we don't call them loot boxes, she said. So we, so what we look at as surprise mechanics, if you go to, uh, I don't know what your version of Tiger is, but a store that sells a lot of toys and you do a search for surprise toys, what you'll find is that this is something that people enjoy. They enjoy surprises. And it's and so it's something that's been part of toys for years, whether it's Kinder Eggs or Hatchimals or LOL Surprise. Um Ultimate Team is FIFA's most popular mode, and it's also its most profitable. In its last fiscal year, EA made $1.5 billion. Let's stop there. We don't need to go into how successful it is. We all know it's pretty successful. Um, but what do you guys think? Let me just ask you a simple question off the bat. I know we've asked it before, but I'm going to ask it again because people may not have seen the previous episodes before. They may be watching on YouTube, and they just want your input. Um, are loot boxes surprise mechanics? And if they are, are loot box, no, are surprise mechanics 
gambling or are loot boxes just gambling what are your thoughts let us know in the chat right now uh 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 uh, uh, uh. first comment what a funny <laughs> nice nice uh OMG, I actually clapped to that. To which bit, Lake? Which bit? <laughs> which bit? Uh, ironically. Ah, okay, there we go, there we go. Uh, it's gambling, no doubt, says KKB. Anything you pay real money for and do not uh, know what you are getting is gambling. Um, while I actually play FIFA, uh, manager mode, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can be a nice person and promote gambling. That This is true. This is true. Uh, it's a business... EA slash FIFA exist to promote their product to generate income, gambling or not. <laughs> Magic Man, surprise mechanics, not like this. Uh, it's exactly gambling, whichever way he looks at it. It's the digital version of Pokemon card or World Cup stickers. People say it isn't, uh, people say that it isn't absolutely deluded. Uh, Lake says, can I have a link to the news, please? You absolutely can. Let me get you the link. Uh, this is written by Tom Ivan yesterday. At VGC. There you go. It's in the chat now. It's not really gambling if there is always a reward. Gambling is where there is a chance of no reward and a chance of greater reward. If you always get uh, a reward, that's a sale. Um, so it's better than gambling is the question uh, posed by KKB. Um, and Gary responds to Gagad's comment. It says, but that's all within context. Getting something bad could potentially feel like no reward after spending hundreds of pounds. Um, Stay frosty, yeah. What a guy! Uh, Mike, Mike, with the gifties and sending my room into an absolute spasm. Thank you very much, Mike, for the gifted tier one sub to MS Paint. <laughs> what, the MS Paint? Wow, Microsoft Paint, enjoy. I expect all of the artwork. Feel free to put that in our Discord, by the way, MS Paint, if you want. Um, I mean, since you are MS Paint, I expect you to be an, uh, an old dab had a hand with using those pixels. Yeah, nice, nice. Um... Uh, da, 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 da. spot on Gary Clark thank you uh, it's a digital slap in the face when you uh, get a crap pull from a pack um, see that's the thing that's the thing this is where it comes down to um, and this is where where I think all, the stalling of everything is it, technically um, you aren't gambling and that is what Peter Moore is leaning into then excuse me one second I've got a drink I've just realised I've got Starbucks shout out to Starbucks and Uber Eats uh, I've got Starbucks sat here and I've not drunk it for ages so Stay frosty, yeah. Mike again with another gift there this time uh, to Kiki B so hey Kiki B enjoy the enjoy the subs drop 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 your remotes. I mean, if you if you want, feel free to use your uh, exclusive subscriber remotes. Also, if you're in the Discord, uh, I'm not sure if you are, but if you are in the Discord, you should be eligible for next month's loot drop now. Even if you've not paid for the sub yourself, as long as you're a sub, you should be in uh, Discord. So make sure your Discord and Twitch accounts are linked. If you're in our Discord, you can join the loot drop, which means you could win next month's giveaway. Spike won this month's giveaway, and he chose a copy of Cyberpunk. So make sure you do it. Make sure you do it. Nice, nice, nice. Amazon business doesn't include free sub twats. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, yeah, as if they don't. I mean, um, anyway, rewinding Gagad's comment about it's not gambling, it's a sale. Technically, it's true. It is absolutely spot on. It It isn't legally cut and dry, black and white. It isn't, but there is a grey area, which I'll get into. If you buy a pack on FIFA... There is obviously 
the surprise mechanics, which is black and white, cut and dry, a thing. Uh, you are buying a guaranteed return on your investment. That minimum guaranteed return on your investment is if it's... What did they mention in there? Kinder Eggs was one of them. Uh, if you buy a Kinder Egg, what did, what was it you used to get? You used to get like crappy alligators and crocodile things. I mean, I was gutted when I got those like little alligator things, which were the things that people collected, just like little statues. I wanted to build something in my Kinder Eggs. Um, but you were at minimum getting... A, an alligator it might be a shit one that you've had before it might not be the, the really good one or the cool one but you were getting a return on that investment and that's what you get from a fifa pack you put your money in you want 94 ronaldo 99 ronaldo i don't know what rating is it up by fifa um but i know there's red ronaldos you want red ronaldo instead you get horrid uh silver player that's shit and you're in the bin whatever or, or a gold player that you've had before that's irrelevant that's not worth anything um in terms of market values you you will get a minimum return on that investment from market values it might not be what you put in but you get something back and that is the black and white of it it's not gambling in that sense however um the gray area that comes from that is i'm not sure that covers it enough uh, particularly around children in there because if you put the money in or not even children let's just say let's just say vulnerable people because that could include adults that are perfectly independent but have addictions or, or, or anyone that could be uh, vulnerable to gam uh, gambling. Um, that, that return on investment is kind of irrelevant once you go past a certain point. You may get some players in response. They may be dog shit players that you will never use, will not add value to your team and you'll probably just have to insta-sell for, for minimum values. Yeah, you're getting something back, um, but it's pretty much the same as nothing. And that's the issue is you are getting something back. But when the things that you get back are equivalent to, well, I'm not bothered. I didn't get anything back. Then that's when it's, it's kind of gambling again, because you literally just pinging it all on that. And that's where we've had, we, we had an article about two, not two months ago, maybe about a month ago um, about scripting and um, momentum within games, making certain players irrelevant. So you will essentially push to get these higher players, which means the bottom-end players are kind of irrelevant. Ah, they're, they're not worth anything. Um, but then the game decides, actually, you're going to lose this one, and they're going to win this one because they've got shit players. Which I know it kind of balances everything. It makes good players irrelevant, makes shit players a bit more relevant. Uh but, do you know, I don't even know. I'm mixing points. I'm mixing points. I think you can probably see. Yeah. Technically, it's not gambling. But I think the reason... I mean, where was Madge's comment? He went with a nod like this, surprise mechanics. I think resting on surprise mechanics. Society, video game society has evolved around those phrases. So I think, I think the way that they are policed, I personally think the way they are policed should evolve to incorporate that for me it is gambling um and without having a firm hand on chloe when it came to fortnite i would have imagined that she'd be happily spending i mean and fortnite is a bit different i, I do like fortnite's model but even in-game purchases can be addictive for children so in-game purchases where you are just getting blind packs opening and opening and opening can be very addictive for children so i do believe it is a form of gambling maybe not I'm happy enough if you want to classify it as 
not surprise mechanics because that's just horrendous but something slightly different if you want to have a discussion there maybe there's something there where i might settle on a happy medium a middle ground but to say it's a long way long way quotes here uh, from gambling is not something i can agree with not not at all um uh, the first one was meant to be cake <laughs> mike oh you absolute hero well like we appreciate you trying to give cakey a sub and giving it to microsoft paint but then giving cakey one so i appreciate it thanks dude thanks dude um if you want to miss up uh, mess up your uh, gifted subs more often that's fine that's more revenue <laughs> appreciate it dude thank you very much um uh move to business uh, business prime lost twitch free sub and prime video uh, you, you, that's that's bizarre that is bizarre it's like if you're a business user a uh, user then surely you want to keep them sweet a bit more than your average casual user mm, mm, um uh, ronaldo from the brazilian 38 yeah, exactly that's what you get you're looking for ronaldo you get reynaldo reynaldo whatever it's called yeah He's <laughs> a decent left back. Uh, there should be limits on them, especially for kids. My mate's kid spent 170 quid and bought it uh, all from the Fortnite store. I mean, that's the. I mean, I I I'm on board with Fortnite um, and their return on investment in terms of. I know that if Chloe spends eight quid or whatever it is, she will get enough V bucks to buy that specific skin and pickaxe that all the mates have got. Um, I don't mind it so much right now. That's probably exacerbated by um the lockdown usually if your kids go to school kids have trends that, that it could be trainers it could be a new phone case or a little thing to clip on a phone or, or anything of that ilk that you're spending a few quid on as a parent so that eight quid to just give her her digital um character her portrayal of herself her little outward expression i don't mind that that much but there needs to be caveats on it if i like i say if i wasn't if if she gets that money either from herself for birthdays or whatever and spends it and when it's gone it's gone or she gets it she asked for a skin not too recently and it was if you work for it you will get the money to fund it if you don't you won't she didn't so she didn't get the money the skin went and it was gone opportunity gone um and i think yeah as long as kids have got that grounding in it um that's fine the, th the thing is though is like imagine a kid doing that work going to to, to enter the dishwasher for the week or whatever or or back up or whatever your chores are that you're going to give your kid to do they go through that put that money in to get ronaldo and get brazilian ronaldo third tier player gutted i've just done all of that stuff for nothing that player is no form of consolation prize so they've got nothing for it so the kids that, that that's where it is for me a kid will not be consoled by the fact that they've got ronaldo not asked in the bin uh so yeah for me it's not a long way from gambling it definitely is gambling um the problem is that everyone has top players and the momentum thing should be a thing uh how often do you see a football game where momentum swings uh um uh, throughout just making it uh realistic in my opinion uh no i no i agree i agree I, it's difficult though the issue is is momentum usually happens in football because of usually i mean this is not you can you could probably pick this apart if you um pulled the example together momentum usually happens as a result of personal um changes so i i score a goal i'm i'm two nil down i score a goal 
you suddenly go within yourself. That's a personal change for you. I suddenly puff my chest out. Yeah, uh, I'm going to carry my team to victory. So I push harder. Um, you then get a sucker punch goal and I collapse and capitulate and you suddenly, that's it, run over. That's usually something that I control or my teammates control or my opposition controls. Whereas it's... There's no perfect answer that I can that I can think of of how to fully replicate that in video game without augmented um, um, momentum. Uh, the computer thinking about the momentum for you, and that might be right, and it might not be right. Um, so yeah, for me, whilst there's no there's no cut and dry, I probably prefer it to not be there uh, and let it be based on skill. And and if there isn't. If that if if it's gonna be there, having that in some sort of more casual lobbies, but then having the like the ranked stuff as being more skill versus skill is kind of the way. Like so, whenever we've done any of your Pez League stuff, anything with player emotion off, anything that has condition stuff neutral, it's just your skill versus my skill. But that's a bit different from all the team, obviously. Um, part of it's because they promote a chance at a time limited card without. Uh, that it's on a level of digital panini pack in my opinion um yeah i mean time limiting is is encouraging impulse purchasing as well so it's that it's it's the mixture of um gambling mechanics with fomo fear of missing out uh, did you hear about the kid that accidentally spelled 12 uh, spent 12 grand on an ipad sonic game mental what what, in, in terms of in-app purchases? I mean, how do you spend 12 grand on Sonic the Hedgehog? No wonder he's got all these rings. Kids covered in bling. Sonic the Hedgehog's minted. Um, now, that's the parents' fault, in my opinion. My niece plays on my Xbox, and there's no way she can spend anything without physically taking my bank card. Um, I am open to exploit. Uh, Chloe potentially could use my uh, account to get stuff. Um, not uh, There is limits on it into what she could get. But I could be down 75 quid. Um, but I've gone through education. Like the, the strict sort of like do not buy anything. Do not get anything. If you want to get anything, you get approval. And myself as a parent, box that off. But yeah, I agree with uh, with Mike saying that is that is education. That <laughs> Kick it. 12 grand, I'd sell my kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, geez, Gary, uh, the highlights uh, that highlights the lack of control on spending on the game and store. Actually, sixteen grand. Yeah, six-year-old spends sixteen grand microtransactions, mom's credit card, Sonic Forces, iOS, Apple uh, from GameRant.com. Um, that's just the, t uh, the URL, by the way. That I was reading. Um, I agree, but there should be a limit or a warning about how much is being spent. Um, kids know if they spend before approval. Uh, uh, then they will wish they didn't one year hard labor <laughs> yeah exactly exactly anyway let's move on from uh loot boxes because we are approaching time um so and and I, this is the one that i was saying i didn't know whether i should bring it in because we've had the conversation a few times before um i like the fact that we all have um similar and different <coughs> opinions no opinion is right on this um Everyone's opinion is welcome. And the same with every single story that we cover as well. It's, it's nice to have some nice informa informative stories like a data mine that tells you that Switch is coming. But it's nice to have something where we can have a little bit more of a um, a more personal chin wag. Um, hey, I'll tell you what I did. 
Yeah, food delivery mid scoop. You can tell we can tell we're running late on the scoop today. Hey? Um, so yeah, it's nice to have a two mag. I wasn't, I was, I wasn't sure whether we should include it because we spoken about it before, but it's still, it's still nice to have a good talk. Anyway, um, something else that we can have a little bit more of a talk about, probably something we don't feel as passionate overall um but you may feel passionate enough to, to still join in a conversation we started this conversation yesterday um uh let's get rid of that start this conversation yesterday with one of our final articles um and there has been a slight update from the same website that we covered it on yesterday so i thought i would bring it back uh for today so if you can let me know your thoughts on this as Twitch users are divided over a petition to make Wreckful the new Pog Champ emote. So, um, do they give the context? Yeah, they do. Okay. Following the removal of the Pog Champ emote from Twitch, some fans have been petitioning to have the late streamer Byron Wreckful Bernstein as the new face of Pog Champ as a tribute to his memory, though many have stressed that the idea may end up causing him uh, more harm then good. Not him, but just more harm than good. Uh, PogChamp has become a staple of Twitch culture since it was implemented on the site in 2012 and has even become part of many streamers and fans' vocabulary. The emote featured the face of Ryan Gutex Gutierrez, taken from an outtake of one of his videos back in 2010. However, on January the 6th, Twitch announced that they would be removing the much-loved emote after Ryan posted a tweet about protests in the US, which was deemed by Twitch to be encouraging further violence. Though viewers were shocked, uh, the company did state that we will work with the community to design a new emote for the most hype moments on Twitch. It didn't take long for fans to speculate over who could be made the new face of PogChamp, and one name many felt drawn to was Byron Reckful Bernstein, who sadly passed away in July 2020. Reckful was, was hugely influential in the streaming scene, and with his passing even prompted not only the largest in-game memorial, but, all the uh, but also the largest in-game player-driven event in the history of world of warcraft a testament to how loved he was by the community uh, for that reason twitch users have started a petition to make byron the new face of pogchamp saying as pogchamp has been removed honoring what Reckful did for twitch by making him a global emote in replacement for pogchamp would satisfy those who have been asking for a global emote since his passing and be a good new face for the emote uh, sign is a the sentiment writing please make it happen wreckful was such an important person on twitch and his memory should be immortalized with a global emote however others in a reddit thread about the petition were concerned that the emote may actually end up being used in a disrespectful way i like the idea but i worry about some people may misuse the emote to represent anything uh, depression slash suicide related one reddit wrote another said i love uh, i love wreckful but this is a horrible idea think of the pain it will uh, remind some of his close friends and even viewers when it's used it's unclear how long it will take for twitch to reinstate some form of pogchamp uh, though the selection process for a new face may take longer than many expected okay what do you guys think um are you guys aware of wreckful be happy to use his face as PogChamp. From any angle, I would like to know your your opinions. Um, uh... <laughs> what a comment. Going back to uh, kids spending. Kiki says, I run a tight ship, not a shite tip. That's a, that's a good one. I have never heard that one. That's a good one. Uh, shit, is it lunchtime already? Uh, <laughs> Gary says, you've got it too good, Graham. I have. I have. Danielle is absolutely incredible, by the way. Uh, the guy's tweet said nothing of the sort. Sadly, another example of Twitch being Twitch. See, what did his tweet actually say? I did see it briefly in a different article, but deserto.com 
aren't using um, his tweet. Uh, let me just set up the discussing now, just in case anyone comes in, because it could be a conversation that that blossoms, or it could be a conversation, uh, conversation that doesn't. Uh, Twitch. Wreckfall. Oh, okay. Uh, new PogChamp emote. Is that going to be too long? Probably. Yeah. Okay, we'll just put rec uh, Twitch. Call on Wreckfall PogChamp emote. Okay. We'll, we'll have that. We'll have that. Um, Wreckfall should have a unique emoji if they want to honor him. Uh, Gary says, I agree with that. Do you know what? I agree too. I, I agree. Um, that's my opinion. I mean... I think this has shown that you don't need someone to be the face of an emote because who 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 says pog who says poggers or who has said something of that ilk who says gg um i mean gg obviously comes from ggwp good game well played that's just kind of dissolved down to gg which is well done you you beat me oh that was a good game i beat you whatever um uh that's dissolved quite a lot of people aren't aware of where it first comes from where gg comes from i mean I, I don't know if it was started by a specific person it's just a phrase that i do and uh, a lot of people will say i i could have told you that uh that i i've read the story of where pog champ came from but i couldn't have told you that gutex ryan gutierrez was the guy behind pog, uh, pog champ i didn't know enough to tell you who his name was i didn't even know he had his own twitter account to be fair um i from my weak understanding and this is my uh, understanding that's probably wrong so just bear with it i just assumed ryan gutierrez worked at justin.tv which was obviously twitch.tv before it uh the, the rebranded and he was one of the, the the staff the dev team the content creators on the platform and they used his face and the same thing with a number of the other faces within there like kappa i know that's a guy that used to um i don't know if he still is but used to be a part of uh, of twitch so i assume that's where they came from they used their faces of their own team and they went from there that meant something at that point in time and the meaning has kind of been lost and now it's kind of something irrelevant. I don't. I think that's shown that placing it on someone else, placing it on an individual to represent the masses, there's flaws within that. And I don't feel that, that Wreckful um, should be kind of tacked on to PogChamp. Wreckful was his own thing. Um so why why he was his own self he was his own brand why do we need to use pogchamp as another way to honor him if Wreckful is his own content creator developed his own things celebrate him don't shoehorn him into a vacancy on the pogchamp mode that he doesn't have anything to say about because obviously he's no longer with us um and not only that from another perspective um i i have never watched uh Wreckful. I had never heard of Byron Bernstein, um, and until his passing, I I, di I wasn't aware of him at all. And I stream on Twitch. I'm a Twitch partner. I didn't know who he was. Um, obviously, he is in World of Warcraft, a game that I'm not interested in. Um, uh, so pass me by. Ships in the night. Didn't even know we were were coexisting. I mean, obviously coexisting. I'm not putting myself on the same platform as him. He was massive, um, but. He, as a content creator in that, that sense, doesn't represent me. Just like 
XQC and Pokemon who are on the screen in this article. I don't watch them. They don't represent me either. So for me personally, I feel like putting him in, knowing that he doesn't represent me, I know that he will not represent a shit ton of Twitch community members, viewers, influential voices, including the toxic ones. So put, putting him uh, putting him in as PogChamp, something that, that a lot of pe people don't like change. Okay, I've got rid of PogChamp for this guy that I don't even know of. You can just imagine people with the toxic comments now going, I mean, some guy that killed himself is now PogChamp. I don't, I don't even like that anymore. It's just going to start shit. So just, yeah, don't bother. Don't bother putting that weight on on his name. Just just give it something unique, something, be it a caricature of just no one or just the word Pog, whatever. I think I think doing that, for me, for my opinion, I would rather go that way. And if you want to honor Wreckful, we can definitely put emotes in. We've got energy drink can emotes in there. Pikachu and a Charizard is emote. So the, uh, is an emote. So there's global emotes. So there's definitely no way that uh, not. It's not as if they can't put an emote into on him. If you want to do that, fine, but not as PogChamp. I think that just seems like shoehorning for the sake of it. That's my opinion. My opinion. Um. Uh. His tweet was an open question about protests and consequences re someone dying. Uh, Wreckful, while I didn't know him, I did watch him on the real Doctor stream, pouring his heart out to 50k viewers. Then a few weeks later, he's not here anymore. See, see, that is heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking. I just, I don't feel one more will give you that context. I didn't know that context. Um, and I don't feel one more will give that. Um, and I know people will be like, yeah, people, fuck it, fuck them. If they want to be dicks, then fuck them. But I just, feel like if, if that's if that's the aim that can be done with that specific aim in mind um directly by creating a rec following mode by putting him on pog champ i don't necessarily think that's doing it um I, some people might disagree some people might might see me as being negative to a guy that's no longer weird uh, with us that's not what i'm getting at um i just yeah for me i don't think that will will symbolize what i want from pog champ pog champ should be hype moments and this guy may have had hype moments and so on but his hype moments that he shared with his community doesn't speak for my hype moments so i think having something general bland not bland but what's the word i'm looking for not something that doesn't apply to anyone specifically but applies to everyone equally i think that is where we're probably better off with the pog jumping more that's my say that's my say that's my say nice okay one final story then which is a little bit good news to jump on. If you have a PC and you want to play a new game, uh, then maybe this one might uh, catch your attention. When I say new game, I don't mean new game. Uh, as you can clearly see, Star Wars Battlefront 2 will be free on the Epic Game Store next week. PC players can download and keep EA's shooter. Um, so Star Wars Battlefront 2 will be free to download and keep on the Epic Game Store next week. The Dice Online shoot will be available as the Epic Store's weekly free game from Thursday, January 14th for seven days. Epic confirmed today. The free version is the Celebration Edition, which includes the complete collection of customization content acquirable through in-game purchase, including the most recent items inspired by the Rise of Skywalker. Epic's current free game is the tactical roguelike Crying Sons, which puts players in the role of a space fleet commander as well. Okay, you get that. Um, but yeah. Uh, let me just... Okay, that, they're all separate stories. 
a nice little bit of free news. Uh, so Crying Sons is free in the Epic Games Store right now. Um, but next week's game will be Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is a good game. And the fact it's a celebration edition as well, there's a lot of extra content. I mean, you may remember that I bought Star Wars Battlefront. I've said this many, many times, which is why I say, I stay remember, uh, I say you may remember. Um, I bought Star Wars Battlefront, loved the game. Played it for months after everyone had given up on it because it didn't have a single player campaign and didn't seem to go anywhere. I loved it. The mechanics, the, the sounds, the audio, being in that Star Wars universe. Star Wars Battlefront 2 was a bit shit. Um, not just because of the loot box fiasco, but the balancing and everything. I didn't, didn't like it. Didn't like it. I bought the uh, Deluxe Stormtrooper edition and gutted that I did. Um, however, by the time we got to the celebration, uh, celebration edition launching, it got good. So this is actually a decent game. So if you have a PC, um, get yourself an Epic Games account and get yourself ready to get Star Wars next week. It's free. It won't cost you anything. You keep it forever. Nice. Nice. Um, as someone who only started using Twitch to spot you a little over a year ago, I knew of the emotes, but not sure of who the faces are. So as far as I knew, they could have just been clip art. But at least with clip art, I could recognize Colin Mockery. From whose line is it anyway? Exactly, exactly. Uh, and indeed, uh, him having global emoji to some might be in poor taste. It could be, it could be. Um, and that's the, that's the thing with with things like that. Um, there's, there's, there's a question that, that always gets some people's back up. And the question is, are, are you honouring them because they were good? Or are you honouring them because they're not here? Um, and it's it's a very it, some people go well. What do you mean they're not good? Uh, it, it, but it's a very what's the word thought inspiring question. Um, would if Wreckful was still here and still streaming and content, would there be a conversation about him having an emote there? Um, and not just Wreckful, anyone in general. Uh, so I'm not attacking him as a content creator. Like I said, I've never watched his content, so I don't know. Um, but. But yeah, if, if that person or a person was still here making content, would they be in the conversation to have any more? Um, is their passing uh, significant enough for them to have any more? And when I say significant, I don't just mean, oh, well, they've gone and they're not here. I mean, it's like, could their passing be used to educate and inspire people to to either better themselves or to not to not end themselves let's say i don't know if i don't know how wreckful died i'm not saying he definitely committed suicide i have no idea but let's say let's say someone died from a suicide uh could honoring them do something that could help people going forward and that's changing it so 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 are you giving them uh something because they're not here or is it something that you feel they could have earned would they have got it that sort of conversation and just because um wreckful isn't here and 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 people think, oh, it'd be a nice thing to do. That's not necessarily the best thing to do. Something nice might be nice for you, but it might not be nice for Wreckful's closest friends. Imagine imagine you're the kind of person that has no problem with people not being here. Um, I'm kind of that person. I don't mind talking about people that are no longer with us. Um, I know other people that any mention of relatives, loved ones that are no longer around and they go with inside themselves. So imagine you're a streamer and you aren't comfortable with mentioning the people that aren't here. Imagine you're a viewer, but you are comfortable mentioning that people aren't here. If if for that viewer, they've decided, oh, I want the emote and loads of viewers decide, I want the emote and they get the emote, but then go into Wreckful's best mate stream and just plaster his face in. I mean, how 
gutting would that be? I mean, your, your options are have your mate's face and, and keep tearing at you emotionally in your chat or block your mate's face. It's, so, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of knock-on effects that, I mean, I don't know anything about him, who is mates, even if he has mates that streams, but this, these are all things to be uh, considered. I don't think... Um, for me, a face in, in Twitch chat would probably be the way to honour someone. I would like something that does something a, bit, a little bit more. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's a whole deep conversation. Um, uh, back to Star Wars. Gagad says that'll be better than any of their free uh, recent games. Yeah, I mean, it was shit at first. I, I will be blunt and say that. But it, it did get really good, Star Wars Battlefront 2. So it's definitely a good game to play. Um, I'm going to have to turn you down. Keep getting distracted from my project management assignment. Uh, Mike, 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 Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're done now anyway. We're finished. We're finished. It's good. Uh, free to play until EA turn off the servers. Exactly. Exactly. And I imagine I imagine it's still got a, a decent bit of life in it. There has been no future Star Wars games uh, announced, so this will keep ticking over until then. Maybe no new content, but you imagine this is going to keep ticking over until then, despite being a couple of years old anyway. But... Forget the EA servers. The ICU servers are going to turn off right now. We are going to wrap things up. Thank you, everyone, for joining me for my solo dollop. We've had a nice little bit of a conversation. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Mike. Sorry, Mike. No, I apologize. I apologize. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. We are going to wrap things up. Um... I will be back with the second of my solo dollops on Mondays. Bibby is still off celebrating Mrs. Bibby's 30th. Uh, we will be back to normal from Tuesday, though. Um, in that sense, there will be the stream on Tuesday of the scoop, and then we'll be just no, no additional streams on Tuesday because obviously we've got work things to do. We'll be back on Wednesday, and the, the week should potentially progress as normal then. We, we should see the return of Masters of the League from the first time, I think it's over a month since we last streamed Masters of the League because we had my birthday and then they had COVID and then we had Christmas and the new year. Now Bibby's off. So it'll be, yeah, Masters of the League will be back um, next Wednesday. I think, I think I will confirm that with you next week though. Anyway, before we do disappear, if you do want to get involved with this show, we want your news suggestions. Um, I will type this in the chat for you now. First up, we have exclamation mark. Nope, that says docials. Nope, socials. There we go. Exclamation mark socials. If you have any news, you can share with them on any of our social medias. We are at Ice Cream Uploads across the board. Give us the links and we will share those news with uh, with you guys on the show the very next day. You can also share them by Discord. Um there we go. I just posted the Discord link. What a guy. What a guy. Um, yeah, share the link in Discord, exclamation mark Discord in the chat. Join the ICU Discord and you can share news for the scoop within there. We do give you credit when you share the stories with us and it makes us feel all warm inside knowing that you guys are helping too. So very, very much appreciated. Uh, yes, the next show will be at 10 a.m.-ish-ish on Monday. Uh, just before I do wrap things up though, uh, KKB says, where is Bibinho? Um... I uh, thought that was yesterday. Yeah, the birthday was yesterday. He was working yesterday, but so that he could have a, a long weekend. They've got a four-day weekend, so they can just chill. Um, so Friday and Monday off, long day weekend, four-day weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yes, as mentioned, 10 a.m.-ish, as you can see with the emotes in the chat, we'll be back on Monday with the next dollop of scoopness. Until then, have yourselves a fantastic weekend, and I hope you guys all stay frosty. <laughs>